0: I got to rest so much this past break and to see what God did through that inside of me was just like this. uh, I felt like, um, I don't, there's a, uh, there's a Marvel character that I think he's evil. Actually, he's got like all the tentacles. I felt like I was just like unplugging, unplugging, unplugging the tentacles that I had established out into the world. And God is like, no, 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 no. Come back. Come back and realize that none of those identify you. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now, 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. On a pedal and preach ride. Happy New Year. Uh, we're getting started here in a fun way. I'm excited about it because I am in the middle of a three-day water fast, uh, which feels a little a little nutty. Ooh, this bike is tight. Oh man, I got all my settings wrong. Oh, this is gonna be fun, uh, but we're we're getting started strong out the year 2024. There are so many who are just expectant for what God is gonna do in a really wild, dynamic way, and I want to be alongside you in that. I want to celebrate alongside you with that. I want to bring and breathe life alongside you in that. I want to speak truth, capital T truth, alongside you in that. Um, And I want us to be able to relish in the goodness of God alongside one another. Because remember, the fight that we are fighting is one. The fight that we think we have to show up every single day to endure, to press on. Yes, ensure that and know that you're already the victor. I think so many of us are trying to throw punches and fight in a battle that God has already won doesn't mean that we are not intended to be equipped, intended to be established, intended to take dominion in places that God is revealing to us as his, and we are his children. And therefore everything in his dominion is under our reign. And I love That's so much. It's under his reign. And because we're under his love and care and attention, he says, all of my resources are yours. So we're coming in hot to 2024. And uh, I am starting a new Bible in a year process. This one is called the Bible Recap. This is just my my journal for it. But um, you'll see kind of the logo if you guys want to check that out. Bible recap. Last year I did the Bible in a year, the NLT version for women. It was amazing. I got a little teary-eyed when I finished it on December 31st. I'm like, holy cow, this is nuts. Just to have read and had your eyes and your heart and your belly, we're talking about a fast here, um, to have it feasting on the Lord. There is nothing more succulent There is nothing more rich, even in the moments where you're like, I don't understand this. I don't know if I can follow another lineage. I'm not sure what's transpiring. I can assure you that he is doing a deep work inside of you and the living words that come out of your mouth, therefore after, because that's what you started. I specifically love to start my day that way. I know others don't, but that's how you started your day. You can't help but it come to attention when God is trying to reveal something to you in that moment. And so I'm going to talk about what I shared um, with the Lord this morning. And one of the unique things, excuse me if you're hearing all my mic sound. I didn't know I was going to get so hot so quick. <laughs> one of the unique things about reading the word and then immediately going out to share it is that you have to be utterly surrendered. <laughs> and that word can be used pretty lightly. And it's a really bold statement. And so for those of you who are on the fast with me, there's about 50 of us running, I know directly. And then a lot of people are connected to that 50. So I uh, I presume there's about 200 people that are doing this fast with us. It's a three-day water fast. And when God prompted me to do it personally, I was sitting with him and I'm like, God, like what What is this for? And he's like, it's a corporate fast. It's a corporate fast. My church needs to fast. I need a pure bride. And I wanted this cleanliness that's going to be happening through this process to not be a singularly focused thing, but the church at large. And so it's an invitation. If you are just hearing this and just seeing this today and you're like, man, I feel ignited by this. I want to do this too. We're going to go into some of the revelations associated to it. You're invited. This is not a, oh, they already started. Don't make the excuse that you haven't heard about it and just jump in. The Lord is like, let's go. Jump into the year. I told a girlfriend yesterday because I sent my first voice memo of the year, which is like my favorite way to communicate on Instagram Um, when I have something that I want to share, that's more long winded and, um, that I want people to hear my heart. I want them to hear the excitement or I want them to hear the sadness or I want them to hear the concern. And so I sent one and the reason I had a little bit of trepidation connected to it was I was like, Oh man, I got to rest so much this past break. And to see what God did through that inside of me was just like this, uh, I felt like um, I don't. There's a uh, there's a Marvel character that I think he's evil. Actually, he's got like all the tentacles. I felt like I was just like unplugging, unplugging, unplugging the tentacles that I had established out into the world. And God is like, no, 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 no. come back, come back, and realize that none of those identify you. Come back and recognize that anything that you've plugged into in the past that is not of God, for God, by God, is not safe, and therefore not good, and therefore not God. If you have followed Pedal and Preach at all in the past, I'm going to be coming back live. I think today is Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. I'll be coming back actually on Wednesdays at six o'clock, but I wanted to be here for the fast on day two because I wasn't sure what my energy level was gonna be tomorrow. And I knew I could get through this today. And so I wanted to just amp us up, get us excited about the week, and know that he is sovereign. In this, I don't prepare. (laughs) So you might be like, whoa, where's she going right? Where's she going left? This is my heart. This is who I am. This is us having coffee together, though, No, it's not. We're not having coffee. No coffee on the fast. Let's go water. This is us moving. This is us living life together. This is us having conversations on the spot about what is God doing in your life right now. And I want you to be active in it. I love all the people who are already dropping comments. If you're watching this on replay, drop the replay. Share it out with your friends. Invite people to join in on what this is. So if you've never done a fast the intention can be a multitude of things. Scripturally, people fasted when they were mourning. They fasted when they were weeping. They were fasting when they were looking for a move of God. They were fasting to get answers from God. They were fasting, oh my goodness, um, for a people group, for a large people group. And I don't know about you, but if any of those don't ring stronger, that one for me is where I feel most positioned in this particular season. And it's an interesting shift for me, I'll be honest, because I've been walking with the Lord intimately for about seven and a half years now, and I've been a Christian since I was about 14, but in the past, I felt like I was walking with God, just Him and I, and like, there's nothing wrong with that. You want that intimacy with the Lord, it's, it's wildly important, we hear that with Um, I'm in Genesis right now for the Bible recap, obviously. This is going to be the chronological version of the Bible versus what I did last year. Um, And we know that Adam and Eve walked with him in the cool of the day. We know that Noah was really intimate with the Lord. We know that Cain and Abel got to talk to him. Um, there's, There's a lot of conversation individually. But right now, because of the state of the world, God is just calling me to to pray on behalf of my brothers and sisters, to pray on behalf of the church. And even though I'm a part of that body, it's a very, a little bit confusing, um, act. And I'll say that because I want to be transparent with you. I do things all the time because God said to, and not because I have an actual plan, not because I know what that fruit is going to actually bear. Not because I know what he wants out of me or what he wants out of it. All I know is he's good. All I know is he's sovereign. All I know is he's merciful. All I know is when I abide in him, amazing fruit is going to come out of it. And so this is kind of a part of that. Okay, God, I'll do a corporate fast. I'll invite other people. Okay, God, I'll start on this new journey of really looking from a a global perspective rather than an internal perspective. I've done so much internal healing and all of us need to. This is the, the line of always becoming, always becoming. But knowing that if at large we can open our eyes to what's happening in the spiritual realm and what's happening in the church body of Christian culture as a whole, not secular culture, not of the world, but as the whole entity, Man, I think we're going to be able to shift the nation and the nations faster than you think, because we're not going to be so self-absorbed, so self-reflective, and we're going to be externally focused on how can I shift? How can I change? How can I unplug? How can I reestablish? How can I speak life? How can I engage this body of people? How can I turn them into you, God? I think about Moses And when he came off Mount Sinai from receiving the Ten Commandments, and he had that air of radiance. I've talked about this here before when I was just in awe of the fact that he had to veil his face. What if we, as a people group, were so stand out that people couldn't fully even look to us They couldn't even fully look to us, not because we want to be set apart in a bad, egotistical, prideful manner, but because we're established in Christ, because we're under his wing, because we are the city on the hill, because we are the light of the world. I guess the question is, are we acting like it? Are we truly acting like it? You know, I think of the Christmas lights that are kind of twinkling still in my house outside or taking down the inside today. I don't know if I'll take down the outside today. Um, But I think about when you're driving down the road and you see a house with Christmas lights, your attention goes there, right? And all the other houses in between just look extra dark, even though they're that color and that seemingly dimness all year round. The light overshadows the dark. And why aren't we being bold enough To raise our hand and say, yeah, the light is within me. I am the light. I am the city on the hill. This is the year where the basket comes off of your head. The basket comes off of your family. The basket comes off of your ministry. The basket comes off of your entire life's perspective. If you're willing to be bold enough and brave enough to be the city on the hill. To take your rightful spot on the lampstand. This is not a me versus her versus him versus that ministry versus this ministry versus that business versus this business. It has to be the body of Christ. It has to be. And so when I think about our body in this fast, first off, I'm pretty shocked (laughs) in transparency that I'm able to speak and get through this. First off, I haven't practiced the endurance in quite a while. So one of my rules, if you're listening is you have to be moving because that's just weird to listen to me huff and puff through (laughs) sharing. The second thing is practice, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice, and the more that I practice, I'll be back in rhythm and back in that synergy. But also, I went to bed with a gnarly headache last night. It was probably lack of caffeine. Um, even though I drink mushroom coffee, I thought for sure this must be it. I went to bed a little bit later than I usually do because I was watching a really sweet movie with my kiddos, and they were just cuddling with me. I couldn't, I couldn't not engage, I couldn't disengage early. And I just thought to myself, God, you know, give give me the strength for your people. Give me the ability to move for your people. I took so many naps yesterday. My body was just exhausted. So when the clock turned 430 this morning and I thought, oh, okay, I've got to get up. I didn't know where the energy was going to come from. And then I remembered right when I got on the bike, right when I stopped pedaling, that I plugged into the source and you can do the exact same thing for your day. We're drinking water only. I've got lemon in mine. I've been putting some pink Himalayan salt for added electrolytes and we're going to get through this and we're going to get through it together. So if you're facing a really big battle in 2024 that you know is ahead of you, if you're facing something that is completely mystified and it's completely unclear, we're in the same boat. If you're, if you're facing something that is going to look like an uphill battle, yep, that too. If you're facing this new adrenaline, this revived energy, this excitement toward all that God has planned for you, run into it. We're all in the same need for the same source with the same energy. Because whether you're fighting on defense or you're fighting on offense, same energy is exerted. The soccer players on the field, one doesn't look like they're taking a break just because they're different, right? So this battle that we're already victorious in is requiring us to show up in a new heart posture. And I believe that's in the depletion of self. That's in the depletion of body. That's in the depletion of comfort. That's in the depletion of materialism. That's in the depletion of your own understanding, We know, it says, to literally cast our cares on him. To lean not on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he will make our paths straight. I want a straight path this year. And I want that straight path to just lead right to the Lord. I truly do. And I believe that this fast is going to be the intention of honoring our father who is before us in all of our days. In order for us to then walk in that cool of the day with him. To say, God, none of me, all of you. Can you imagine 40 days and 40 nights? Now, in our group, we are sharing a lot of testimonies. And already the enemy is coming after it. Coming after it. Whether it's sickness. Whether it's distraction. Whether it's overwhelm. Whether it's grief. Whether it's emotion. Emotion. And that emotion is something that is just dwelling and releasing outside of us. I think the release is amazing because we're releasing our toxins while we're also releasing what we carry connected to said toxins. We have people who have fought through uh, physical battles. We have people who have fought through emotional battles. We have people who are still fighting physical battles, let's be honest. Still fighting emotional battles, let's be honest. We're all walking through something different, and yet together as the body, we get to feel. It's like when you stub your toe and all you know is your toe is hurting, and every bit of energy goes. That's what doing something in a corporate arena allows us to do. So I want to talk a bit about Genesis this morning, because that's where I'm at, and uh, that's where the Lord is, is drawing me into. And the cool thing about this Bible recap is it asks you every day, what's your God shot? Okay? This is Terry Lee Cobble funny. We have the same initials, same maiden day initials. And my middle name is Lee. And so it's TL, Tara versus Tamra, Tamra Lee. And so I got the book. I'm like, wow, my daughter's like, that's so strange. Like God is intentional in all his ways, but it says God shot. And the God shot is basically like snapping a shot of, of God. What do you see in him as a character quality? What are you learning from him in that particular scripture? And I loved today's God shot. I'll read it verbatim so you guys know that I'm like in it. God asks questions he already knows the answer to. And my response to that is the recognition that confession and ownership are critical parts of refinement. I'll say it again God asks questions he already knows the answer to, and confession and ownership are the critical parts of refinement. If I didn't own my mess, my current mess, my old mess, my really messy mess, if I didn't own those things, I couldn't stand here or sit or ride, whatever you want to call it. I couldn't do it in integrity. You would likely not be connected in the same way because there would be some sort of guys, some sort of I don't understand her, some sort of blanketed, you know, expression to self. Andor the enemy would have had his tie on me so much that I would be a light for the darkness. And I believe when we talk about the church and we talk about celebrityism and we talk about people who are in the forefront connected to followers and they're not in the uh, aligned heart posture, there's gonna be some new confessions, there's gonna be some new levels of obedience that we're going to see. Because as we take off our baskets, y'all, you, I'm talking to you, as you become brighter, the dark has to dwindle. And so places like social media require you to show up. Places like your community require you to be brighter. Your marketplace, your business, the place you show up is requiring. God is not asking a question that he doesn't already know the answer to, if he's prompting you to share more about your faith this year, which has been one of the number one things I've seen on people's resolutions, do that thing. He already knows the answer. He already knows the fruit. He already knows the outcome. He already knows the blessing that he has provided for you. Like he already knows the present that he wrapped under the tree. He knows what's in the box. It's one of my favorite things when I see somebody open a present that I know they're going to love. I get so anticipatory of their response. God knows that you're going to be in love, more in love, not with him, but with life that he has gifted you with because he is a good father. I want to start because there's so many things. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read the other portions of the Bible. We won't get fully into that yet, but the book of Enoch, which was extracted from the Bible, is inside of another collection. The Apocrypha has 55 books. The Bible has 66 books. Books that were written, supposedly inspired words, but not included in the Bible. There is different commentary on the belief system of are those inspired words of God or are they prophets or um, stories that were connected to this time that were God breathed, but not God inspired variability. Um, So you can do your own research in that. If I bring more to the table in time or you're interested in it, let me know. But in Genesis, Noah is talking or not Noah's birthing all of these kiddos, and um, from the line of Adam, Enoch is born, and there's something called Nephilim, and Nephilim are basically fallen angels, and whether they're they're sons of God, and people have decided whether or not they're fallen angels or actually angels because they're a male descendant of uh, sex gender. They saw the females on earth and they came down. They had intercourse and they birthed a line of of people that supposedly are the reason that the chaos was established because the bloodline of Adam had been tainted and therefore God was so mad about the wickedness that was transpiring. This is when he regretted, this is the word that it says, it says that he regretted making mankind Uh, His heart was deeply troubled, and the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with the animals and the birds and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. I was like pained in that moment. I know God can change his mind. I know that he does. Because the very next line says, but... Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. How about you for 2024? Do you want to come under the favor of God? Do you want to come under the rescue mission of humanity? Do you want to come under that favor, under that plan, to then be receiving of the greatest plan ever for Jesus' second coming So when I'm thinking of this fast and I'm thinking of you and I'm thinking of the church and I'm thinking of the body of Christ and I'm thinking of the bride, all of those are one thing, by the way, they're not separate entities. I'm thinking about us coming under the favor of the father. So when he looks down to the chaos that he already knows is happening, by the way, he's not shocked by it. When he looks down, he says, But Kelly, but Angela, but Ashley, but Tamara, but Gary found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And you get to receive what it is that God wants to partner with you in. That's where my heart posture is for this fast. That's where my heart posture is for this year. Though the fast is a three-day fast, it doesn't mean that we don't change the air of discipline. We don't change the air of obedience. And ultimately, we don't walk further in to the anointing that requires our maturity. It requires our maturity. And maturity is being able to see in the spiritual realm and not just in the natural. To look above the things that could cause fear, the things that could cause heartache, the things that will be a distraction because it literally says that the enemy is, is on the prowl. Here it is going back to Cain and Abel in four Genesis four. It says, then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? They're talking about when Cain and Abel brought the different offerings and God favored, favored, um, his offering more. And so the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, not on Cain. And he did not have that favor, so Cain was angry. So the Lord's literally confronting his anger. He's asking the question that he already knows the answer to. Here's where ownership comes into play. Here's where obedience comes into play. Ownership and recognition. We must be willing to say, God, I repent. God, I did this thing. And to know that he already sees you in the son and daughtership. If you're a follower of Christ, if he has already come in union with you, he's not looking at the trepidation. He's asking you to walk in freedom and stop being tied to the foot of the cross when he's already resurrected the spirit of conviction, which is the Holy spirit's job. One of his many will bring you into right standing. will bring you back into favor with Christ. But this question is critical. If you do what is right, you will you not be accepted? Will God not accept you? That's his nature. He wants to be in community with you. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, and you must rule over it. So, if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. Now, understanding that if you're doing what is right... Just as I told you, the enemy is coming after the people in this fast. The sin, the enemy, I'm sorry, is still crouching at your door, but sin is not there. Because you are standing in a right alignment with the Lord. And while there might be tainting from the enemy, you're not out of alignment with God's will. You're not going to have your face be downcast. You're not going to feel angry. You're not going to experience shame. Cause the good father is looking over you with that love and light and he's calling you higher. So like my husband, you might be throwing up on day one for a multitude of reasons. He took all of his supplements without thinking 15 in fact, and then got sick cause he wasn't eating them on a full stomach. Um, he also wasn't having caffeine. So like we're fighting this thing and I want you to know that you do not have to exist with sin crouching at your door. If you decide to take ownership, lean into the Lord, follow in his sweet ways. Know that it's not always easy. Know that he's going to call you up the mountain. Know that he's going to ask you to lay down your food and your comforts. But know at the end of the day, you're in his favor. I want nothing else than for his church, you, his bride, his people to be in his favor. Because when we humbly seek him, everything changes. Everything changes. And it's not because he is not a steadfast God who has a predestined plan of goodness, but because we start to change, because our hearts start to change, the energy around us starts to change, and the momentum to the church will be inevitable. Inevitable. And so I'm excited for this year. I'm excited... For the return of Fettle and Preach, I, as many of you guys know, went through a really interesting, I would say summer, fall season last year. I shared about it on the podcast, so if you want to know more details, you're welcome to to join in. I'll have to drop what number episode that is where I just talk about the disappointments that I was walking through, but after October, man, Rosh Hashanah, the year of the open door, There was a supernatural energy, and I am sensing it for all of us. It's not just a me thing. It's a we thing. And so in this we, I know a lot of you all come to me because of business development. I know a lot of you guys come to me because you want to be an author or speaker or writer. You want to bring life out of your testimony and support and equip other people. That is a noble, God-fearing call. Because as a messenger for Christ, that tells me that you're willing to put your hand up and own what it is that you've walked through. Testify on behalf of the Father and know that he gets the glory on the other side of it in spite of what heartbreak might come in the forefront of that. Being a messenger for Christ requires us to be equipped, requires us to empty ourselves And to be fueled by the Father. Some areas in which I'm doing that right now, in addition to this water fast, which I'm now sweating. So, more water is coming out of me. I'll have to do extra uh, pink salt today. Um, Which, by the way, for those of you who don't know, associated to the electrolytes piece, it basically allows the water not to flow through you as often as it would, it allows you to absorb a bit more um, and keep that inside of you. So you stay hydrated throughout this process. If you're not used to drinking an abundance of water, um, all that to be said that God is calling me into a different level. And it wasn't to say that my last level wasn't important. It wasn't to say that that last Territory wasn't critical. It's the foundation of how and what I do and what I get to exist in every single day. But if I'm going to create these messengers, I can't just equip them with a natural system. I have to equip them with a spiritual system. And a spiritual system is connected to the fivefold ministry. It's connected to the things in which Jesus said we would do more of then, when he too is here doing signs, miracles, and wonders, they should be preceding us into environments. We should be expecting them healings, natural healings, supernatural healings, deliverance. We cannot any longer watch that happen and say that's not of God. We cannot any longer watch that happen and say that it is not possible. We cannot any longer wait and hope. Man, I wish that happened here at my church. It's happening everywhere in every other nation. And we have a firm foundation on Christian principles. We, as a people group, should be establishing this as our foundation because it is that. And so if we're going to be messengers, I want messengers that are being sent out and equipped as Jesus' disciples were. Now, I don't know how how great I'm going to be at it, but you're going to be discipled through me with Jesus, and you're going to get directly discipled by God because you're going to be in the word. You're going to be empowered by scripture. You're going to be using your weapons of warfare, not because you're borrowing mine. Because just like the oil sands, the oil lamps of the 10 bridesmaids who were waiting on their groom, five of them didn't have enough oil. They wanted to borrow the oil from the gals who were prepared. I know there's guys on here listening too, but girls, I want to be prepared. I'm not missing his second coming, and I'm going to be in his favor. And I want you to be in that same sweet spot with me. So I love you. I'm going to pray us out today. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, I'm excited to see you guys next week, if not maybe tomorrow. It's Wednesday, why not? Oh, God, we love you. We worship your holy name. We come in utter just humility before your feet, God. We cast our crowns that the world has given us. We cast our titles that the world has given us. We cast everything that is not of you, for you, by you, God, at your feet. And even the things that you've given us, God, we return eagerly. You are the God of abundance. You are the God of all resources. You are the God of our strength. You are the God of our joy. You are the God of our gentleness, you're the God of all of our fruit. Then we come to you not seeking more fruit, but just simply seeking more you to be in communion with you, God. With your son who broke his body so we could be here today. With your son who bore his blood so we could be in that newness of Christ, God. That you see us washed and pure and clean. And we thank you for that eternal gift. God, I pray that these warriors who are listening will be fiery in the way that they show up to life today. In the way that they see with new eyes and hear with open ears and have an open heart to what's happening in humanity. And they cry out like I cry out, Lord. They cry out like the rocks cry out, so will I. If the waves will roar your thunder, so will I. God, your majesty, I just sent your majesty, Jesus. Mm. Heavenly Father, will you give my brothers and sisters strength that surpasses all understanding, peace that surpasses all understanding, A faith the size of the mustard seed that will start to move the mountains in their way. A new fresh wind when it comes to your ministry, God. When it comes to our authority and our power and how we should show up day in and day out. Anyone listening under the sound of my voice, I bind the enemy's tactics over top of them. I bind any spirit of of authority that is coming over them that is not of you, God. Any spirit of distraction, any spirit of sloth, of, of sluggishness, of apathy. God, you are activating your church. And the enemy is trying to keep them weighed down physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually and we cast them into the abyss right now in Jesus mighty name they are not welcome here God will your daughters and your sons start to own up to the things in which they have yet to repent will they start to speak them aloud to you God will they start to come to you with their worries and their concerns so that you can rekindle the fire you blanket them with your comfort God, you favor your children, and we thank you for that. Mm, Enemy strongholds no longer. Generational ties no longer. This is the year you set of the open door. And in order for us to establish this new space, this new home, this new environment, we have to release everything behind us. So shame is not welcome through this open door. God, we love you. We thank you for the birthing of new ministries. We thank you for the favor of businesses. We thank you for the favor of homes. We thank you for the favor of family. We thank you for the love and the light and the laughter to come. And we come into unity with you, God. You're a God of laughter. You're not a God of condemnation. Oh, we love you for that. We thank you for your comfort. We praise your sweet name, Yeshua, Amen. 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 I love you guys so much. So grateful to have you here. I'm noticing a couple of like glitches on, um, on Instagram and, and Facebook as far as like connection. If you're listening to the IG, can you let me know what the sound is like? Um, if you guys can sense the sound is good or is it rattly or do you need something more? I know Facebook has me mic'd up. So, um, I just want to check in with you guys, but so grateful, (laughs) so parched. (laughs) I'm going to go back and sit with the Lord and refuel. I love you guys. I pray that this blessed you and I'm so excited for 2024 and beyond. over there check it out and thanks again life audio for being you no matter what you're going through you are not alone sis if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship i want you to know that you are loved and seen i'm kia stevens host of the hope for women with father wounds podcast and i created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of god the father join me for encouragement wisdom and scripture Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.